Welcome everyone to Faces and Feels, G. Wondering, Night 11. This is the COVID-free edition. That's right, I have received my text this very minute uh, saying that I can leave my self-imposed quarantine, that I am in fact COVID-19 free and I can return to work. I still actually feel terrible. So I'm not going to do that today. Uh, tomorrow's my Ross day off, so I'll be going back to work on Saturday if I feel better. Uh, but either way, it feels good to know we actually, like, isolating in your own house, like away from your wife and stuff, isn't, like, a great feeling. Um, and uh, I know it, like, bummed her out, you know. It bummed me out too. So I'm glad that's over. Uh, we watched last night's G1 together, but in separate rooms with the same TV, sort of calling out to each other and stuff like that. So last night uh, was amazing for for that one reason, but today is even more amazing because I get to give you that news and I also get to tell you that I went five out of five. That's right. Coming back, I... Night nine was the end of my life. It was the end of my immune system. It was the end of my tips. But like a phoenix from the ashes, I have returned. And speaking of phoenixes, speaking of golden stars, let me tell you about an ancient proverb about when an ancient sleeping dragon bit one out of the sky, finished me off on a strong note, and I was the only person to pick Shingo, and he came through at absolutely killed Kota Ibushi. Perfect score. Come on. I was so happy. So I did a little dance. I kind of pulled my leg a little bit because I was kicking about. I was off my couch. I was I was very excited. So uh, I'll run through everything and then I'll, I'll dive into that match a little bit more. But uh, the, the night started with Ishii versus Takahashi. I was a little bit nervous about this one as I stated just because Takahashi hasn't got a single win, so I was a bit concerned that he might just pick up an upset win over Ishii, but not to be. Ishii killed him, and it was fine, and I enjoyed the match. Uh, Okada versus Jeff Cobb. Interesting match, interesting match. So Okada managed to win, but he did not do so with the money clip, and he did not do so with the Rainmaker, which he did try to do a few times. Kind of, so maybe he's starting to feel a bit like, I need to stop, like, pissing about and I need to win some matches. This guy's actually throwing me around quite a bit. I'm going to need to pull out the stops. Couldn't get it done. It ends up rolling him up for the win. So his actual last two victories against both Cobb and against Suzuki have both been roll-up wins. So it's far from the very... um dominant Okada that we're used to seeing. So, yeah, I'm interested to see how this plays out and where he ends up by the end of G1. So uh, then next was Will Ospreay versus Suzuki. Uh, Will Ospreay managed to to pull out the win. He felt confident about pulling out the win. He said that Suzuki and his dad are the same age and he could definitely beat up his dad, so he felt like he could beat up Suzuki. Uh, he was kind of get a, lucky to get away with his life, uh, but he did manage to beat Suzuki. Uh, that Stormbreaker looked a little bit concerning at the end. But some of the moves in there, man, Suzuki was there for him and, and like, flipping around and stuff. Like, he is just an absolute titan of a human being. Eh? At 52 years old, like, I could do... 
I was going to say a quarter of what he could do, but that would even be generous. I don't think an eighth of what he could do. Like, what could I do that Suzuki does? I could walk to the ring with a towel on my head. I could, like, definitely push those rails and, like, hit them with a chair. A bit gentlier than he does. I get that jar, you know, the jar in your bones. Um, I could definitely, like, put on a headlock, though if the person, like, tried to get away, they'd probably get out pretty easy. I don't think I could do the slaps. They look like they'd hurt both my opponent and me quite a lot. Uh, I definitely could do a gotch-style pile driver. Uh, maybe the, the sort of ankle lock, if they were on there, if they were sort of knocked out and were prone and laying on the ground and I could come up from behind and maybe whack that on. I could maybe keep that on for a bit. But they did that thing where they roll over and kick me in the chest and I'm gone. They've already won. I just fall over, bleeding inside my chest. <laughs> I think it's bleeding inside his chest and they bring me in all over. So, yeah, he's absolutely amazing. Um, he's, he won't, he, he uh, would never let anybody see it, but he's actually a very sweet man to, to people in real life, especially when they come visit his store. Another quick story, another fan story. Um, the first time, I think I told a fan story last time about Tanahashi, but the first time and the only time that New Japan Pro Wrestling came to Perth, uh, we were in the audience, I think we are in the second row, and we had a big Suzuki good towel that we had bought from Suzuki's store the year before. As you know, you can't get them from the New Japan shop. You have to go to his store, Pile Driver in Harajuku. Uh, and so we've got it, and we're like, yeah, Suzuki. And he, he uh, versus local legend, Davis Storm, uh, the Iron Man of EPW, uh, big pioneer here, great wrestler. And I was super excited to see uh, Storm get to, to versus Suzuki. And I'm sure that was a dream come true. Until Suzuki slapped seven shades of shit out of him. <laughs> I'm sure, sure Davis agreed with it, but man, he was bleeding like to hell. But uh, when, when Suzuki's leaving the ring, he sees us in the crowd and comes up and like, aggressively in the Suzuki kind of way, fist bumps all three of us. And then like other people are like trying to like give him props and stuff and he just stares at them and walks away. Maybe somebody could tell me if we're the only fans that he's ever been cool to on camera. I don't think I can remember any other time since he's been evil Suzuki anyway. Maybe in his pancreas days he was high five people left and right. I don't know. Maybe the only people he's ever been cool to on camera. I'm going to have to go back and have a look at that show because I think they did tev televise it and wonder if you can see it or not. But yeah, that'd be interesting. If so, we are Suzuki good and we uh, worship our Lord and Saviour Suzuki. Uh, after that, it was Jay White versus Tai Chi. A little bit nervous on this one as I had picked Jay White, but he uh, came through with the goods, which was glorious. Um, I really enjoyed this match. A lot of shithousery. Both of them, like... Uh, tried to out shithouse the other. Like, you know, often Jay will begin his matches by immediately rolling out of the ring. So the bell goes, both of them roll out of the ring. And then they turn, they're like laughing at each other, like, hey, what are you doing? And they're like, oh. And so then they both roll in and they both have a little, little walk around each other. Then they both try and roll out again. And then they're like, haha. And then they just keep like trying to out fuckery each other. And it broke down to a really good match. Tai Chi looking so dominant and so strong in those last closing stretches just kicking everybody in the balls, dispatching Gato. But in the end, he just gets caught by Jay, hits that Blade Runner, and you know it's over. 
and that's it done. And yeah, I really enjoyed the match. Man, both Jay White and Tai Chi have both been really good for me in this tournament. I haven't historically liked a lot of Jay's stuff, but this year since he's come back, maybe I missed him. I don't know, but he is. I know he's picking up speed. He's it's been real dominant. Probably helps as well that I tipped him to win heaps of the G one, so I found myself like rooting for him because I want to win our tips. But uh, but yeah, I I've really enjoyed Jay White's work, and he, even his talking has been a lot better. I thought it's been been really good. Uh, so the J1 climax continues. And then it was Shingo Takagi versus Kota Ibushi. And, yeah, I I loved it, man. Like, especially at the end, even though I was the only one to tip Shingo, even to the last dying seconds, I wasn't convinced he was going to get away with it. And then, then when he puts it, when he gets, gets him up a little bit, gets him up the next bit, bang, hits into the dragon. I'm like, oh, this is Done and then, then like it's one, two, three, and I was like, "Come on!" <laughs> looking at me from across the house, like you're an absolute psychopath. But uh, yeah, I was stoked. Five out of five for night eleven. Oh, double ones, double fives. Absolutely stoked. So, uh, just to give you guys a quick update on our standing, I have come back from the ashes. The current ranking is Mo on 29, Travis on 34, Amy on 36, and me overtaking her that last night up to 37. Next, we find ourselves looking at night 12. That will be tonight, I believe. God, I hope it's tonight. That will be. So, I will be so stoked if that's the case. Where I have screenshotted this, I don't actually know. Hang on, look at my calendar. Yes, it's tonight at 5 o'clock. I'm stoked because I will be here in bed and ready to watch it. What's the time now? Oh, not even that long. 2.48. Okay, it is Goto versus Yoshihashi. And I've picked Yoshihashi for the upset. Am I mad? Or is he a star on the rise? I've picked Goto to lose everywhere else. So let's hope my man, Yoshihashi, can come through. I think I'm the only one that's picked him, so fingers crossed. Then I've got Yano beating Zack Sabre Jr., I don't know, Zach's had a couple of losses lately, so mm, might not. But, hey, Yardo's also had a couple of losses. So we'll see how it goes, but hopefully Yardo can pull that one out. Then I've got Sonata over Kenta. Yeah, that's 50-50 for me. I have no idea now. Hopefully it's Sonata picking up speed. I, I, The way he's even been going, I don't hate the idea of Sonata winning B-Block. I don't hate it, and that's crazy because he used to hate it. So, yeah. We'll see how that goes. Come on, Sonata. Then Naito versus Juice. Uh, there's no way Juice is... Is Juice beating Naito? Surely not. Nah. There's no way that's going to happen. So I'd be thinking Naito. That said, he does need to take some losses. So unless he just clean sweeps B-block and then loses in, you know, the last one. Does Naito win the G1 and pick his own adversary? Weird. Nah, surely not. Surely not. Anyway, Nido beating Juice Robinson. And then Evil beating Tanahashi. And after my rant last week, it makes me sick that that is the pick I've chosen. I should have chosen Tanahashi to win every match, even though he would not. But I feel like I'm betraying him in some way. Either way, Evil's also been a giant loser this tournament. He's the former champion. Surely he's got to pick up a big statement win. And it's going to be at the expense of my girlfriend. 
But even if I ever see you in real life, if that's the case, if you've done that, I'll slap you in your teeth. So help me, God. All right, everybody, it has been G Wondering. 9-11, we're on to night 12 tonight. Thanks for listening and peace out.